wrong way in the volume there, folks. Good morning. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and the Republic, for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with uh, liberty and justice for some, those connected among us, those who maybe have uh, substance enough to uh, pay the right people. I don't know. It doesn't seem to me that we have equal justice in our society today that those with the means can get away with uh, quite a bit where those that do not pay for it dearly usually and uh, it seems very inequitable which causes a lot of emotional stress among people and causes them to do things like trying to change the system in ways that will not help anybody will only make everybody more miserable Instead of trying to bring uh, those up from the bottom and encourage them to rise to the top, uh, they want to bring everybody they can down to the bottom and only a few um, will actually have anything at all. So World Economic Forum is working on that right now. Uh, this great reset, they call it. And whether that's the end that Christ talks about in the Bible, we don't know yet. Uh, I'm sure we'll... You know, if we're going to be a part of it, we'll know something soon. Um, but, you know, even when Jesus was here, he said the Father is the only one that knows when he's coming back. And so I think to speculate on that is, is kind of far cynical. I mean, there's no reason to do so, uh, really. Hey, you can reach us at ehud at org. That's ehud at org. We love to hear from anyone uh, that is encouraged by this podcast or has issues with us love to uh, uh, debate things and and go to the word of God that's where we start that's our starting point for everything we don't start with culture we don't start with someone's opinion we don't start with uh, now we may use opinions of those that have come before us because to have a proper understanding of context of the word of God have a proper understanding of what it really means and then uh, how to apply it in this life you can certainly uh, leverage other people's opinions and and that um, to not try and reinvent the wheel, so to speak, but to uh, to be honest and forthright with the Word of God, to be righteous in God's sight with the Word of God. The Word of God gives us everything, folks. It gives us our history. It gives us um, our reason for being here. It gives us what we need to be and do in this life to uh, have a successful life. Uh, you know, how do we measure that? People will... Uh, think on that a lot you know how do i i measure success by how much wealth i have how much uh you know i think most people in this country at least i don't know about around the world but measure success by how well off you are well geez these guys must be doing great look at where they live look at the cars they drive look at and we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes and yet god measures success in how we approach and treat others, how we live this life, how we approach him, how we approach others, how we use the resources that he's given us. And now he says that he reigns on the good and the, un, you know, the just and the unjust, both. And so we don't know um, what God's purpose is with each individual on this planet. Um, I believe he has a purpose for all of us. And I think it's laid out in his word. I think everybody is, is, uh, purpose to submit to him to his authority to his kingship to his lordship and to walk in a way that pleases him um, once we do that 
Now, if you haven't submitted to him, if you haven't trusted in Christ as uh, people like myself have, then you don't know uh, or likely don't know the steps beyond that. You know, Jesus said, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. And, you know, we forget sometimes that Jesus wrote the entire Bible. He is part of the Godhead, the three Trinity God, the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I like to forego the Old Testament a lot because I'm like, hey, all we really need to focus on is the New Testament, what Jesus did. Well, you can't really know what the New Testament means without the Old. Jesus refers to the Old Testament a ton of times. And, you know, we need to understand what our history is. You know, the Bible points to an age of the earth of around 6,000 years. Now, if we trust in that, we're going to look at uh, science from that perspective and that paradigm. And we're going to look at evidence through that paradigm. How does the evidence fit this? Now, an evolutionist or someone that's part of that religion will take evidence and look at it from the point that they believe that earth is a million, millions and millions of years old. And that's the only way we could have gotten here is through these natural processes instead of something supernatural designing us and implementing this um, which is so obvious to me, you know, it's like, again, I think I used the example of, I looked at, at a few different things at my desk the other day and said that had to get, um, thought in somebody's mind, um, put on paper, produced in a factory, typically in our day and age. And, uh, it's now sitting on my desk as something I can use that was designed for a purpose. Um, and I, the two examples I used were a flashlight and a stapler. Now, the human body is much more complex than a flashlight or a stapler. How on earth would the parts of a stapler just get come from nothing? They didn't. Somebody designed them, right? So get with the program, people. Stop putting your faith in a bowl of soup millions of years ago. It did not happen. It is a pipe dream. It is a fantasy. So... We trust in the Word of God here at It's a Religion, and that's that's our starting point. So we have actually been reading through the Word of God. We have been uh, uh, going through from the beginning. You know, in the in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In Genesis 1-1, that is where the Bible starts, which is the starting point. So that's a good place for it to start. So we are up to Exodus chapter 17. We are uh, watching the people of Israel who have now moved out from Egypt. They have gone through the Red Sea and through a miracle that God created walls out of water so that they could walk through the bottom of the sea on dry ground. Excuse me. And, and get to the other side away from the Egyptians. And in fact, God then buried a bunch of Pharaoh's soldiers in the water, um, thus completing his extraction of Israel from Egypt. And uh, basically um, showing the Egyptians uh, his all-powerful nature over and above their fake gods. And I think that's, you know, when Christ comes back, he's going to show his all-powerful nature over the um, satanic influences that have captured our society today that uh, are doing much evil through the tenets of evolution, through the tenets of humanism, through the tenets of other religions like Mohammedism even, who uh, has offered, you know, some uh, fake attributes of the holy God, but then goes 
into some crazy stuff. So let's look at Exodus chapter 17 this morning. At the Lord's, uh, and all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rephidim. <clears throat> and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water, and the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that you have brought us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? So do we see anywhere in our, t our society today that people desire slavery over freedom? Yeah, I would say people that want a government check instead of going out and earning it on their own uh, are people who are enticed to slavery. Um, and Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do to this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith you smote the river, take it in your hand and go. Behold, I will stand before you there upon the rock in Horeb, and you shall smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of all of Israel, of the elders of Israel. And, the, and he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah, because the chiding of the children of Israel, and because of the tempting of the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Then came Amalek and fought them with them with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. And they took stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon, and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, and one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek under the heaven. And, you know, I... Assuming the Amalekites here were evil in the Lord's sight, just like the Egyptians. And so God is starting to uh, quell the evilness that some people have developed, worshiping false gods and doing bad things, just like Sodom and Gomorrah had done. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi, for he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So Jehovah Nisi, um, more properly Yahweh Nisi, means the Lord is our banner, right? So the Lord goes before us. Um, they did a lot with banners back then. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked a little bit there. So there you have Israel uh, continuing on its journey. They're fighting the Amalekites. And uh, getting water out of rocks. And it, it really, I, it still amazes me that these folks see the miracles of God. They see his hand at work. 
um, doing all these different miracles, and yet they're still not happy with them. Still, oh, we should go back to Egypt and slavery. So, you know, when we see in our society today the opportunity we have in America, for instance, to be free, to pursue whatever course we want to take, and yet we see that slowly eroding and fading away and the government taking more control of everything, um, supposedly to help people and supposedly to provide for people. Um, we even have a local battle around here about a nursing home that um, is a struggle because it, it's not something that some of some folks believe the county should be in the business of because it's a hard business, um, for one. But two, um, it's not a function of government and shouldn't be. Um, in, in some folks' opinion, others have a different view. They think it should be. They think the government should be taking care of people. And um, it used to be that the church would do that um, when there was a need for it. So anyway, um, we see here that Israel is continuing on its journey. Moses gets water out of a rock, and they fight with the Amalekites. And uh, I don't know why God wanted uh, Moses' arms up in the air so that Israel would prevail, but maybe that has something to do with faith and how we walk in faith. When we put our faith in God and trust in Him, uh, the battles, even though they may be hard, uh, will be won because He is our God. Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Please be with us this day as we walk and try to walk in truth uh, and uh, the objective truth of your word, Lord, and not the tenets of this world. So thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You all have a great day, and we will uh, catch you tomorrow. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that He's done for.